back to the Squared Sports Lane Frank podcast. Almost this podcast, Lane Frank. We're now at episode 56, everybody. Yes, we're 56 episodes, and we got an action-packed episode planned for you. We're going to talk about the NFL, college football, and NBA, and so much more. Stay tuned for Squared Sports Lane Frank, episode 56. Let's hop into it. Now, let's start with episode 56, how we always do with the headlights. In the NBA, we got a bunch of news. NBA, this third week of the season, it's been action-packed. Warriors have the best record in the NBA. We're going to talk about them in top five. We got top five teams in the NBA coming up here in a couple minutes. But one thing I want to talk about here, Ben Simmons. You know, he got, went to see the Sixers doctor. People were saying, oh, he's going to go back to Sixers. But then you hear reports, oh, the Celtics are trying to get Ben Simmons. I really don't know what to make of any of this. I don't think the Celtics should get Ben Simmons because I don't think the Sixers are going to trade Ben Simmons to the Celtics. I think the Sixers might trade Ben Simmons, but maybe it's like the Timberwolves. I mean, just a bunch of stuff going on in Minnesota. They could use a piece like Ben Simmons. I saw that Minnesota game last night. Carolina Towns had a buzzer beating uh, tied to make it to overtime, and then they just couldn't close in overtime. Ben Simmons is a player who can close a game for you like that in overtime. So Ben Simmons will be a key piece for the Minnesota Timberwolves or the San Antonio Spurs and their team like that. But I really don't know what to make of this Ben Simmons situation right now. Leave in the comment section where you think Ben Simmons will land. If he's going to play this season, if he's going to stay up the Sixers, or he's going to end up somewhere else, if he's going to end up in Boston, somewhere else, leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about for Ben Simmons this week. Now, I want to talk about the Golden State Warriors a little bit here. Okay, I know I talked about them earlier, but this team is 9-1. and one. They don't even have Klay Thompson, their second best player. They're playing with Draymond Green, Stephen Curry, Jerome Poole is amazing, Gary Payne the second who's amazing. Gary Payne the second's amazing, okay? He's playing out of his mind right now. Be honest, did you know who he was? Did you know Gary Payne has son in the NBA for the season? You probably didn't. Gary Payne uh, the second has been going off this season. Warriors have been going off the season. Best record in the NBA, 9-1 off to the best start in years for the Warriors. Their best start since that 2016 season after they won the title in 2015. They started out the season like undefeated for the first 25 games, just madness. But... Golden State Warriors on fire right now. One of the best teams in the NBA. If they are the best team in the NBA, we just have to wait and see for top five teams in the NBA coming up. But they do have the best record in the NBA. Let's move to the NFL here for a second. We got a bunch of news in the NFL. Everybody. Jordan Love makes his first career start. You know, I wish I got to talk about Jordan Love making his first career start in last week's episode because and we had known by the time they are recording that Aaron Rodgers had COVID and Jordan Love was going to start. But Jordan Love, I was excited for that start. I mean... I haven't been that excited to watch an NFL game that wasn't including my Giants in a while or the Super Bowl. I mean, I was just excited to see that game. I sat down and watched that whole game, Packers. Jordan Love didn't look that great. The Green Bay Packers would have smoked the Chiefs in that game if Aaron Rodgers started. And I thought Jordan Love would do well because we saw Jordan Love against the Saints in week one. He had a couple of good throws. He fumbled the ball once, but he had a lot of good throws. And they looked good in the preseason, had a bunch of good throws. So I'm like, oh, this going to be great. You know, they're growing up against a bad defense. Jordan Love's going to, uh, you know, just get him three touchdowns, get 21 points, just do the rest. Aaron Jones, 10-yard line, whatever it might be, first and goal, just give it to the running backs, do a couple of sprint passes, uh, quick slants, Von Tam's going to be perfect. No, 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 no. Jordan Love did not play up to expectations. And I'm not going to blame it. On that before, there were a couple of mistakes. You know, he had that one good deep pass to Randall Cobb, but besides that, he was overthrowing screens. He didn't look great. He had that one touchdown to Alan Lazard, but Alan Lazard mainly made that play. Not a great debut by Jordan Love. Still only year two, but got a lot of things to figure out. If you're Packers, you really try and convince Aaron to come back this offseason. Never know. Aaron Rodgers, Gary Gang, scrutinizing the media right now. Just crazy stuff going on with the Packers right now. But I'm going to move on to another NFL team, the Los Angeles Rams. Everybody. Okay, Matt Stafford looking like an MVP candidate before this week because Derrick Henry's gone now. Patrick Mahomes doesn't look like an MVP candidate. Kyler's hurt. Maybe Matthew Stafford can bring his way to MVP conversation this week. No, 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 no. Matthew Stafford was horrible this week against the bad defense. Tennessee Titans. It seemed like Jeffrey Simmons had like 10 sacks that game. They just played great Tennessee Titans on defense and on offense. It was great to see Adrian Pearson ball out again. But Matthew Stafford, just a really bad game on his part. Matthew Stafford did not play well at all. That's my take on the Rams game. Was not a good game at all. Okay, 
Dallas Cowboys, everybody. We're, we're all going crazy. We're saying, Cowboys are 6-1. They're doing great. They're doing great. Okay, I've said this a couple times now, but before the season when I said, hey, Cowboys are going to lose their first game of the year. They don't play another playoff team from last year until week 11 against Kansas City Chiefs, which is coming up in like two weeks here. And I don't think they're going to lose in our game for that point. They hadn't lost a game until this week. They go up against the Denver Broncos and get blasted. Just get blasted by the Denver Broncos. You could say, oh, we put 16 points and we lost by 14 points. Yeah, but it was 30 to nothing going into the last four minutes of that game. All I'm trying to say here, I don't know why Dak Prescott was playing that game. Did Mike McCarthy have Dak Prescott on his fantasy football team? I sure did. That helped me out a little bit there. But just Dak Prescott coming off a bad injury from the week before. You're down 30 to nothing. Questionable decision-making there. I know they lost the game. I know he's not going to get scrutinized that much for it. Just, I don't understand it. If Dak Prescott got hurt there. Mike McCarthy's the most criticized man in the media right now. Just interesting stuff going on in Dallas right now. But that's my take on the Dallas Cowboys game. Now, Cleveland Browns, everybody. I said last week, I criticized them in the headlines. But I said, you're going to win this game against the Bengals. You got no OBJ. This could be great. And they did win. They won 41-16. to 16. A guy didn't know coming up here about Baker Mayfield stats with Odell Beckham Jr. And without Odell Beckham Jr. Because this looks like a drastically different team without Odell Beckham Jr. I'm not blaming that on Odell. I'm not blaming it on Baker either. It's really just no cure. It's weird to think about here. Okay, because Baker is a good quarterback. And he's played great without Odell. He really has, but then he's had some really rough games with Odell in the lap. And, you know, you don't get worse with the star receiver. You might, I mean, in Baker's situation, you might. Just interesting stuff going on. Does he feel obligated to throw the ball Odell Beckham Jr.? He gets nervous. That's why he gets sacked. That's why he makes bad plays. That's why he makes dumb plays. Is that why? When Odell Beckham Jr. is on the field, he struggles? I really don't know. Leave your answer in the comment section. Why do you think this Browns team, this Baker to Mayfield, does so much better, so much better without the Beckham Jr.? Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. But I want to talk about my favorite team here for a second. The New York Giants, everybody. Go up against the Las Vegas Raiders where we got the Henry Ruggs situation. We got Derek Carr situation. We got Derek Carr without his top right receiver. Just not going to look great for the Raiders, and they didn't look great. They lost. They got blasted by the New York Giants. It was a great game. Great to see. Daniel Jones. Giants were in control that whole entire game. It's really fun to see. Xavier McKinney had two interceptions after his false positive test on Friday. It was great to have him back there. But maybe we get Saquon Barkley back this week. Giants looking like maybe a contender in the NFC East. I know it's tough to say with the Cowboys being 6-2 right now. But 3-5, and five, New York Giants, everybody. Maybe rolling at the right time here for a second. I'll move over uh, New England Patriots, everybody. Okay, going up against the Carolina Panthers. And they played well. Sam Darnold just got blasted in that game. He did not look good at all. At any point of the game, Sam Darnold looked good. And they brought in Matt Berkeley today to be the backup quarterback. I'm going to leave you a question right here. Is Sam Darnold the right guy for this team? Right now, I really don't know. You got Christian McCaffrey back. And, you know, those couple games without, because he started at 3-0 with Christian McCaffrey, and then he hadn't won many games without him. So I'm saying, oh, he's going to get Christian McCaffrey back this week. You know, they're going to win this game against a not-so-great Patriots team. But no, Sam Darnold really is looking terrible right now. Really, I mean, you go after Deshaun Watson, you get quarterback in the draft. This Panthers team's a mess right now. It really is. With Christian McCaffrey, without Christian McCaffrey, with Sam Thurman, or with P.J. Walker. It's a mess right now. What's going on in Carolina? That's about for the headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, Squared Sports NFL game to everybody. You know how we roll. We're going to pick the games of the week in the NFL. Let's all enjoy it. Falcons, Cowboys, everybody. Cowboys off of a loss last week. Do they win this one? They do. I'm taking them over the Cowboys. Falcons get a big win over against the Saints last week. A big win. They don't get another one this week. It was because of Trevor Simeon. It was because of the experience of that team right now. Okay, just Alvin, that defense struggled. Trevor Simeon struggled. You can't win a game. The quarterback just isn't great right now, Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon is a 59 rating in Madden right now. I know we're not going off of Madden ranks here, but 
you have a starting quarterback on a Super Bowl caliber team, he doesn't even have 60 overall rating in Madden, you got some things to think through here. I'm taking the Cowboys in this one over the Falcons. Now, Saints, Titans, everybody, I'm taking the Titans in this one. I just talked about the Saints right there, but I'm taking the Titans in this one. I'm blasting the Saints again. I don't think you win this one. I really don't. This Titans defense won't the right time. I like Jeffrey Simmons as a player. I like this defense, how they're playing right now. Bud Dupree, that was just a great acquisition in the offseason. This defense is rolling at the right time, playing well. I'm taking the Titans over the Saints in this one. Browns Patriots, oh, it's gonna be a good game. You know, we're saying Baker Mayfield comes off a great one as without Odell. Is he gonna win another one this year? No. And let me explain why you're not gonna lose in this game. Bill Belichick has played Baker Mayfield once in his career, Baker Mayfield's career, and he fleeced him, destroyed him, crushed him. I expect the same to happen here, okay? And don't freak out, Browns fans, because last year, when you won that first game without Odell Beckham Jr., you lost the next game. But then you went on a four game winning streak. So that's still gonna happen here, but I do have you losing this one to the Patriots. Now, Vikings, Chargers, everybody. I like this matchup. It's going to be a fun matchup. Chargers off a big win on the road in Philadelphia. You could argue the biggest win in Justin Herbert's career. You could argue on the road. But I am taking the Vikings in this one. You know, ask me before last week. I'm saying, oh, Chargers big. But Vikings really look great last week. They let the they outplayed the Ravens. That one, besides the fourth quarter in overtime. They let the Ravens back in that game. They had a big lead. They let the Ravens back in that game. But Kirk Cousins showed poise. He got that touchdown drive late in the game. I'm taking the Vikings in this one over the Chargers. Chiefs Raiders, everybody. All right, this is going to be a fun one. But I am taking the Chiefs. Not going to lose another one. And get to six wins. I think they will. They're going to take the lead over the Raiders in that division. Probably, I think, in that whole entire division because I have the Chargers losing this week. Chiefs move up to 6-4 and four defeating the Raiders. Now, maybe the game of the week here. Seahawks, Packers. We're going to get Aaron Rodgers back. We're going to get Russell Wilson back. It's going to be a fun game. But I think the Green Bay Packers lose back-to-back -back games for the first time in a while. Get their third loss of the season. I'm taking the Packers to lose the Seahawks in this one. You get Russell Wilson back. You get Chris Carson back. I think you find DK Metcalf a bunch of times. I'm seeing the Seahawks in this one over the Packers. I think Tyler Lockett plays well. I think DK Metcalf is maybe a career day. Chris Carson might go off in a limited role or whatever. But Russell Wilson playing well this season. 10 touchdowns to one interception. His last game was that Thursday night game against the Rams. But I think he might be fully healthy. You know, you could say, oh, they rushed him back a little bit here. But last time, Seahawks played Green Bay. You know what Russell Wilson did? He threw six interceptions. Tough to beat that. I don't think he does. I don't think he throws the six interceptions. Tough to get worse than that. Give me Seahawks in this one over the Green Bay Packers. Last game here, Rams Niners. Monday night football. The Rams bounce back. They do. Defeating the Niners. That's about for Squirt Sports and Fug Game this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, top five teams in the NBA right now. We haven't done this this season. We haven't done this this preseason. But we're doing it right here. Top five teams in the NBA right now. Starting out with number five, I'm going with the Los Angeles Lakers. We don't know how far, how long LeBron's going to be out. Is it going to be one week or is it going to be eight weeks? We don't know. Okay, but if LeBron is out for a while, I can trust Anthony Davis. I can trust Kamala Anthony. I can trust guys on this team to be a fifth best team in the NBA. That's why I'm putting the Lakers at number five right now to maintain the team, maintain like a fifth seed Till LeBron comes back, whatever that might be. But I'm putting the Lakers at number five right now. Number four, Phoenix Suns, everybody. Okay, I like the Suns team. They're not, they don't have a particularly great record right now, neither do the Bucks, but I'm still putting them in here because I'm giving them where they respect. They made the finals last year. It's we're not even 11 games through the season. Okay, I'm not over, I'm not gonna go crazy over these teams. I'm putting the Suns at number four right now. Number three, Milwaukee Bucks, like I just said. I mean, four and six record right now, but haven't even played 15 games. Just relax a little bit. This team won the championship last year. Didn't lose that many pieces besides P.J. Tucker. But just interesting stuff going on in the NBA right now with these two teams. But I still am putting them as a top five team. Number three, 
Milwaukee Bucks. Number two, the Brooklyn Nets, everybody. Okay, I'm sticking with my James Harden MVP pick. Yeah, I know the foul thing, everything like that, free throws. But James Harden and the Nets, the second best team in the NBA. Nobody at bat. Number one, the Golden State Warriors, everybody. Okay, the Warriors, like I said, 9-1 and one record. Gary Payton, second. Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole. You make Clay Thompson in there? Into the best team in the NBA? I mean, that's mind-boggling. That is, that's a top-five team in the NBA. The best team in the NBA right now. Oh, this is the Golden State Warriors. No debate about That's about for top five this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, I didn't know everybody. This week's Did You Know? It's a good one. Did you know Odell Beckham Jr., or the Browns without Odell Beckham Jr. Baker Mayfield in his career without Odell Beckham Jr. has a 59% winch percentage. With Odell Beckham Jr. proclaimed superstar in the NFL has a 48% win percentage. I'm just trying to say that right here. At the time of this recording, Odell Beckham Jr. is not on an NFL team right now. He's a free agent. He just cleared waivers today. But did you know that? Oh, Baker Mayfield without Odell Beckham Jr. has a 59% win percentage in his career. With Odell Beckham Jr., only 48%. That's about for didn't know that this week. Didn't know that? Leave that in the comment section. <laughs> now, as I introduce this segment, let me give a proper introduction. One of the best sports in sports, in all of sports right now, okay, has the best playoff system of all time. And is returning this week. College basketball, everybody. So we've got College Hoops Madness plan for you. We're going to give our Final Four pick, Player of the Year pick, and Coach of the Year pick. I want to start out with my wooden award pick. I'm picking Johnny Juzang. I got to meet Johnny Juzang a couple months ago. Looks like a great player. Johnny Juzang is a great player. I'm picking him to win the wooden award this week. Does that mean UCLA will be in the Final Four? We'll have to wait and see. That'll be at the end of my Final Four pick. But Johnny Juzang will win the wooden award this year. Now, Coach of the Year, everybody. I'm taking Penny Hardaway of Memphis. He's got the two number one recruits who... Apparently graduated college one year early, maybe by some cheating, maybe by some not. But Penny Hardaway, nonetheless, will win Coach of the Year this year. No debate that has a Moni Bates, has Jalen Duran, has a couple other pieces, Lester Quinones, a couple other guys. But I am taking Penny Hardaway to win Coach of the Year this year. Now, the big one, my final four picks, everybody. Last thing we're going to do here in College Hoops Madness, my final four picks for this year. These are the teams that are going to make the final four. Let's hop into it. Now, first team. I'm going to do it. My Michigan Wolverines are going to make the college basketball Final Four, everybody. They're going to win their Elite Eight, and they're going to make the Final Four. Michigan making the Final Four this year gets the top four team in college basketball. You got Devontae Johnson. You got Caleb Houston. You got Brandon Johnson. You got Musa Diabate. You got Hunter Dickinson. You got Eli Brooks. Bunch of other pieces. I can name that whole entire Michigan roster, but we don't have time for that right now. Michigan definitely making the Final Four this year. Now, another team I have making the Final Four, Duke, okay? They're playing in Madison Square Garden tonight against Kentucky, and that's going to be a good game. But I think Duke wins that game, but they have a great team. They have Paolo Bumpichero, who can potentially be Top five pick in the NBA draft this year. Maybe the number one pick. You've got Trevor Keels, one of the biggest guards in college basketball right now. Could also be a lottery pick. You've got Theo John. You've got Jer- uh, Jeremy Roach. A bunch of other pieces on this Duke team. I think Coach K, in his final season at Duke, makes the Final Four. I don't think they're going to win the NCAA tournament, but I think they will make the Final Four. I uh, have Duke making the Final Four. Everybody. Now, who is going to be the next two teams in the Final Four? I have Gonzaga making the Final Four, everybody. It's a given. They're going to win their conference tournament. They're going to win everything else, and they're going to make their way to the Final Four. You have Chet Holmgren, number one recruit. You have Drew Timmy, 
could also win the win awards here. You got a bunch of other pieces. Hunter Salis, a bunch of other pieces. I know Mark Few's not coached in the first game of the season because he got a DUI, but a bunch of ours, like, isn't, he's suspended. But Mark Few, not going to coach the first game of the season, but he is going to coach this team to a Final Four. Gonzaga making the Final Fours here. And this leaves us with our last team making the Final Four. I'm not going to go the route of saying, oh, just the, the Villanova's going to make the Final Four. Every year we have one team that we don't expect to make the Final Four does make the Final Four. And that team this year is, drill roll, please, Texas Tech, everybody. I think they make the Final Four. They got Kevin O'Banner coming in from Oral Roberts, who had a great tournament those two games, those three games they played. I know they have a new coach, Texas Tech, but I like their new coach, Mark Adams. I really like it. I think they have Bryson Williams, great transfer from UTEP. He could average 20 points a game in that conference. Could win conference player of the year. They got a bunch of other pieces. Just, I think Texas Tech, underrated team right now, the most underrated team right now in college basketball is Texas Tech. That's about for College Hoops Madness this week. That's my Final Four pick. That's my Coach of the Year pick. And that's my win award pick. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about for College Hoops Madness this week. Now, College Bar Showcase, everybody. You know, we just it's College Troops Madness. We're going to do College Bar Showcase right here, right now. We're going to do our rankings a little bit different this week. We're going to count down from 25. We're going to go to one. We're going to do a super crazy reveal, the top six. Let's hop into it. Number 25, my 25th best, uh, best team in College Bar right now, San Diego State. 24, Penn State. 23, Pitt. 22, Wisconsin. 21, Arkansas. 20, Purdue. Let's break it down here for a second. I got Purdue at number 20 because they got a great win over Michigan State this week. How now have two wins over top five teams at the time. Purdue, or uh, Michigan State, and Iowa. I've got Arkansas number 21, moving back into the top 25. I mean, just really good team. Has three losses, but three really good teams. I think Arkansas is a top 25 team in college football. I'm moving San Diego staying there this week. They got a great showdown with Nevada this week, but Penn State staying in there, Pitt staying in there, moving down a little bit. But that's about top 25 through 20 teams. Now, 20 through 19 through 15, everybody. I got Iowa and 19, 18 Wake Forest, 17 Auburn, 16 Baylor, and 15 Houston. All right, let's run through it really quick. I got 15 Houston. There's a group of five team, 8-1 on the season. Just a really good season for Houston so far. Auburn, 17, moving down for that rough loss. Texas A&M, Wake Forest was undefeated. Tough loss, North Carolina there on Saturday. And then uh, I got uh, Baylor moving down after their tough loss, TCU. Now, let's do our 14 through 10, everybody. I got BYU at 14. I got UTSA at 13. I got Oklahoma State at 12, Ole Miss at 11, and Oregon at number 10. We're going to pick Ole Miss, Texas A&M, come up here in a second. Maybe I pick Ole Miss, maybe I pick Texas A&M. We'll talk more about that in a second. But BYU moving up to 14. You, you could say, oh, why is UTSA so high there, group of five team? Yeah, but UTSA is undefeated. They have a win over Illinois, who beat a ranked team this week, Illinois, in Minnesota. Just a bunch of our elements and that thing. I got to see UTSA play in person this week. They played great against Utah. They're a really good team. UTSA, in my opinion, top 15 team in college football. Could be like the UCF this college football season. Could be that group of five team that does make the playoffs, uh, or uh, does make a New Year's Six Bowl if it's not Cincinnati. They'll drop a game or something else. But I am moving up UTSA number 13, and that's 15 through 10, everybody. Now, let's do 9 through 7, everybody, and then we'll do our top 6. I got number 9, Notre Dame, number 8, Texas A&M, number 7, Ohio State, and number 6, we're discussing this thing here, but, you know, you'd say, how is Ohio State so low? How are they number 7? They had a tough game against Nebraska. Caesar Stroud threw two interceptions that game. He did not look good. He did not look good at all. As you can tell, very high on Texas A&M here, putting them so uh, at number eight. Texas A&M, good team. I got Notre Dame of Oregon, like I stated a couple weeks ago. I think Notre Dame, they played right now, neutral slate game against Oregon. Notre Dame will win that game, but let's hop into our top six teams in college football right now. Let's do it. 
the sixth best team in college football is my Michigan Wolverines. No debate about it. I think Michigan is top six team in college football. You could say, I mean, last week I had them at number uh, six, but just really good team, Michigan. I have them over Ohio State because they both have one loss, uh, have one loss. But I think Michigan is a much better team than Ohio State right now. No debate about it. We'll see that November 26th showdown. But I do have my Michigan Wolverines at number six. Now number five, everybody pains me to do it. Pains me to put this team over my Michigan Wolverines. But it is... Michigan State Spartans, everybody. I hate to say it, but Michigan State got the head-to-head over us. Same record, got the head-to-head. So I am taking Michigan State, putting them over Michigan right now. Number five, Michigan State. Number four, Cincinnati, everybody. Okay, Cincinnati. I didn't have them in my top five last week. I got them in my top five this week. Cincinnati is a great team, everybody. I know they hit a tough game against Tulsa, but there's not many teams in college football who can make back-to-back goal-line stands. Cincinnati is one of those teams. You can say Cincinnati, Georgia, and then you really don't know the rest. Okay. Cincinnati is a great team. I don't care about how close that Tulsa game was. Ohio State barely beat Tulsa on their own field. I mean, just that was a terrible game for Ohio State. But Cincinnati is a really good team, in my opinion. Fourth best team in college football. You got the great Alabama transfer running back, Jerome Ford. People say, oh, there's such a big difference between Cincinnati and Georgia. People don't realize. Georgia and Cincinnati played last year in the Peach Bowl. Georgia won off a game-winning field goal. They were down by two and hit a field goal to go up by one. Cincinnati was in control that whole entire game. Yeah, I know we can't go off last season, but... As fans, we can. That's why I'm putting Cincinnati at number four here. Number three, Alabama, everybody. Alabama is still a top-five team in college football. I don't care about their close winning against LSU. I really don't. Alabama, third-best team in college football. Number two, Oklahoma. Okay, Oklahoma was disrespected and rugged on by the college football playoff committee. They were ranked number eight in the college football playoff last week. But I am putting Oklahoma at number two, everybody. No debate about Oklahoma, second-best team in college football. Number one, as you can guess, the best team in college football is... Georgia Bulldogs, everybody. No debate about it. Georgia is the best team in college football. No debate about it. That's about my top 25 teams in college football. Leave your thoughts in the comment section of my top six. Stay tuned. we got College Bus Showcase games that will be coming up here in a second. College Football Showcase Part 2. Okay, games of the week here. Now we're real. I'm going to pick my upset pick of the week. I got Virginia beating Notre Dame. I know I just said Notre Dame's top 10 team in college football. No longer after this week. I think Virginia gets the win over Notre Dame. They got a great quarterback in Brandon Armstrong. If he can play this week, they're winning this game. If he can't, Notre Dame's winning this game. But Brandon Armstrong is going to lead this team to a victory over Notre Dame. No debate about it. I'm picking Virginia as my upset pick of the week over Notre Dame. Now, the second best game of the week, Michigan-Penn State. My Michigan Wolverines going into Unhappy Valley after this week. Yep, Happy Valley right now, but after this week, it's going to be Unhappy Valley it's because Penn State's going to pick up their fourth loss of the season to my Michigan Wolverines. No debate about it. I have my Michigan Wolverines moving up. Okay, I have them moving to 9-1 on the season. My Michigan Wolverines getting their ninth one of the season against Penn State. No debate about it. I think Keith K. McNamara can control the game. Which he has in the past. He doesn't get hurt. I know we got a lot of injuries on the offensive and defense side of the ball. Jamal Green probably won't be able to go top corner on the top corners of this Michigan football team. Blake Horm can go. That's a must. But other stuff going on inside that Michigan football program. But I do think they get this one over Penn State. No debate that. Now, the game of the week. The SEC showdown. We had SEC showdown last week. Texas A&M, Auburn, and Texas A&M was victorious. Now we got the SEC showdown this week. Texas A&M Ole Miss. It's in Oxford. I've been going back and forth all week. I'm, I've got people saying, take Ole Miss. And then myself, I'm saying, oh, I got to take A&M, though, because they got the good wins. They got the great defense. 
In the end, I have A&M ranked over Ole Miss. And this is the top 25 teams in college football, isn't it? I think A&M is a better team than Ole Miss. I think they do win this game in Oxford. Closer, experts think. Maybe off a gambling field goal again by Seth Small. But I do have Texas A&M win this game. Zach Kelzal is going to be a key piece in this game. No bit of that. I have Texas A&M winning this one. Okay, at the buzzer right here, we got a lot of NFL teams needing quarterback this offseason. And, you know, some might be through free agency, some might be through trades, but mostly they're all going to be through the draft. So who is the best quarterback in this year's NFL draft? My pick, Carson Strong. We don't even know if Spencer Rattler and Sam Howard are going to be in this NFL draft. I think Carson Strong is the most purified passer in this NFL draft. Carson Strong is the best quarterback in this NFL draft. No debate about it. Leave in the comment section you think the best quarterback in this NFL draft is my pick, Carson Strong of Nevada. Got a great show on this week against San Diego State defense, which is top 100 defense in college football, top 25 defense college football, whatever you want to say. We're going to learn a lot about him this week. But I do think they get the win over San Diego State. Nevada, a really, really good team. Carson Strong, the best quarterbacks in college football. Best quarterbacks will be the best quarterback when it comes to April in the NFL draft. Maybe he'll be the number one pick. You never know. But that's about for out the buzz this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, the best for last question of this week's question is, are the Seattle Seahawks going to make the playoffs this year? I really don't know at this point. I think they get the win over Green Bay this week, but they maintain their spot to win the rest of the games for this season. Do they make the playoffs this year? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about our question today this week. That's about for Squared Sports. Land Frank, that's for 56. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram, at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter, at Squared Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and view for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week, episode number 57. Stay tuned.